Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. And so now what we're going to do is close off our third topic on the uh, eye movements mm-hmm. or the eyes. And so we're going to focus on what can, so what type of eye movements there are and yeah. some coordination between the muscles. And then we're also going to talk about some reflexes that yeah. you probably need to know of. Exactly. Do you want to kick us off, Andy, yeah. by um, describing what, what some important eye movements are? I think there are saccades, smooth bishops, virgin, um, virgins, mm. and other reflex eye movements. Mm. What is um, saccades? So saccades is a type of eye movement that, are, um, that involves the eyes from like moving rapidly. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps you. It, the function is to bring the target of interest into the field of view. For example, right now I'm looking at the screen and suddenly, bam, my eyes are looking at the door or something. Yeah, like exactly. Or That's if something pops up into your visual mm-hmm. field, you want to quickly look at it. It's probably more of a survival thing as well, yeah. in case there's a predator. Now, what is smooth pursuit? That kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so it's, the smooth pursuit is kind of also, I think, an evolutionary thing that came to um, came to be for example you're like you know you're in you're in the plains of the mm-hmm. fields and then you see a bunny rabbit and then the bunny rabbit is like hopping away yeah. and your eyes without you needing to move your head can manually track that um, that bunny rabbit moving yeah yeah exactly there's also virgin's eye movements that's when you um so let's say someone brings a finger towards your nose and you suddenly eyes focus on it mm-hmm. or your eye muscles move to bring your eyes into fo- uh, into focus looking at that object mm-hmm. that's what virgence is yeah so and the closer yeah. it is you know you so your eyes start to you know, bring coming together yeah, so you look silly a bit like and the yeah. eyes are look pointing towards each other exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's other reflex movements as well such as the um the vestibular ocular reflex which we'll talk about in this episode and you know uh, nystagmus as well we'll leave nystagmus when we hopefully talk about pathologies of the eye. Mm. Now, let's talk about smooth pursuit, or another name for it is the horizontal eye movement. Okay. How does that work, Andy? So obviously yeah. the cortex sends some information to a particular brain structure, which then does a whole lot of other stuff. So yeah. what are those stuff? Okay, so the key two muscles that are involved in horizontal eye movement are the lateral and medial rectus. Mm-hmm. And it is a coordination between these two that we need to know of. Yeah. Because what happens is the lateral rectus brings the eye to the temporal side. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, let's say, if we're looking horizontally to one side, your... Let's say to the left side. Okay, let's say to the left side. Your left eye needs to use its lateral rectus to look to the left. Mm -hmm. But your right eye actually has to look to the midline. Yeah. So, to your nose, towards your nose. So, it has to activate the medial rectus. So, it's that coordination between cranial nerve number six which controls lateral rectus and cranial nerve number three that controls the medial rectus is the is the main mechanism that we need to talk about that's right and so you mentioned so let's say the whole intention starts off from let's say the cerebral cortex that contain uh that controls the frontal eye field mm-hmm. and so that there's this uh neuron that activates the paramedian pontine reticular formation yep. i think it is and from that point it activates the abducens nucleus, so cranial nerve number six. And the key point is that it's the sixth nucleus that actually activates this whole. That's whole right. Reflex, right. So let's say your eyes are moving to the to the left. Yeah. So the left abducens nucleus is uh, activated, so yes. the eyes move laterally. Yes. Well, well, how does the ocular motor then get activated? Okay, and that's the key point that you, mm. we need to know. Yeah. Um, is that from the abducens nucleus? It has a second uh, neuron that goes through the medial longitudinal fasciculus, yeah. MLF. And that's, I think that's a key nucleus tract that you, we really need yeah, to know about. Yeah. Um, and so what happens is that that goes to the ipsilaterals, sorry, contralaterals, contralaterals side, yeah. so to the opposite side because we need the opposite eye to move. Yep. And through the MLF, that goes to the opposite third nucleus. So it goes to the ocular motor nucleus. Yeah. And okay. that would innervate the left so the, the right 
uh, medial rectus. Yeah. So your left eye, lateral rectus, moves it to the left, mm-hmm. and your right eye, right eye, medial uh, yeah. rectus moves it um, to, towards the midline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that makes mm-hmm. a, makes a lot of sense. And so damages to the MLF causes you know some sort of like some causes eye function. Uh, so some in coordination between the yeah. left and right eye, yeah. and we can lead to this over-adjustment, but it's really complicated. Yeah. I don't quite fully understand it, but that's yeah. that's the general thing about it. So just keep this these in the back of your minds because it's going to be a point when we talk about eye pathologies. Yeah. Now, in addition to horizontal movement, your eyes can go vertically as well. And the okay. vertical eye movement, um, it's not 100% clear how it happens, but it obviously involves the superior and inferior rectus and the superior and inferior um, uh, oblique muscles as yes. well. Now... It's believed that, in, you know, and we mentioned that paramedian um, pontine reticular formation is important. In this area, we think that the rostral midbrain reticular formation and the pretectal area, um, which is just rostral to the superior curriculus, which is what we always associate with the vision, is important. Okay. Um, now, it's thought that the ventral portion of the rostral midbrain may be important for downward gaze and the dorsal portion is important for um, upward gaze. But in addition to that, we mentioned that there is vergence movements as well. So when you bring your finger to your nose, mm-hmm. what um, is it a uh, different mm-hmm. pathway? What's involved in that? I'm not too familiar with the exact pathways, but let's say... I don't think it's very clear, to be honest. Yeah, so let's say, you know, you're looking at your tip of your finger and you now you bring that tip of the finger towards your nose. Your eyes are going to start converging. Mm-hmm. And so what you'll notice is that both your left eye and your right eye are using the medial rectus yeah. to look inwards. And so it's a coordination between your two medial recti. Yeah. And I think some special people can actually manage to have look use the both lateral recti to look outwards or divergence that's not divergence but yeah. I, I never quite seem to have uh, gotten the trick of how to do <laughs> I, that. Can't, I can't do yeah. that um, but yeah I think um, from my readings it's not really clear how this comes about it's mm-hmm. also but still believe that the uh, midbrain reticular formation is involved but a different part of the midbrain reticular formation um, is involved for vergence movements compared to the vertical eye movements. Mm. Now let's talk about some of the other eye reflexes. So let's talk about the vestibular ocular reflex, which is, let's say your eyes are moving, let's say your head's moving to the right, but you want your eyes to stay on the left. That's essentially what this is doing. So your brain is receiving movement information from your the vestibular system, Mm. and then the vestibular system does some interesting things that we mentioned before Mm -hmm. to the eye muscles. So let's let's talk about this. So let's say your head's moving to the right, yeah, and you want to maintain your vision to the left. What's what what are some pathways so that are focus on? You want to stay focused on on the left hand side, yeah, yeah, on some object. Uh, so wait, which way are we moving? Again? So let's go. Head's going to the right. Head's going to the right. And your eyes are okay. moving. You want to stay focused on a yeah. some, something, uh, an object on your left hand okay. side. So when the head's moving to the right, um, the your the semicircular canals in your right ear would be activated, yep. right? And so that would send signals down to the vestibular nucleus in the midbrain on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. And what happens after that again? I think, again, by the um, the yep. abducens, as we mentioned, it's essentially the opposite of horizontal. So the yep. right vestibular nucleus synapses um, sends nerves to the um, the left contralateral um, yep. uh, abducens, yep. and then that activates the lateral rectus muscle, so your, your left eye moves more laterally. Okay. But the vestibular nucleus also activates ipsilateral motor nuclei as well. On the ocular motor nuclei. Yeah. So that keeps the activates the, the motor pathway, yeah. the, sorry, the medial rectus, on which the right side. on the right side. So if the medial rectus on the right side is activated, it's going to bring your eyes mm-hmm. towards midline. And if the left lateral is, yeah. media, uh, is activated, it's going to keep your eyes on the left side. Yeah. So essentially, if your head's moving to the right, yeah. the vestibular nucleus on the right is activated uh-huh. and it crosses over to the, uh, sends fibers crossing over to the, um, uh, the contralateral abducens nuclei 
to mm. activate the lateral rectus mm. and it sends ipsilateral fibers to the nucleus of ocular motor to activate the ipsilateral um, uh, medial rectus. Wow. A little bit confusing, but if you go slow down and have a listen, it makes a lot of sense as well. Yep. Um, now, in addition to that, mm-hmm. there are some other key reflexes that we need to know that are of clinical relevance. One is the right and light reflex, which is part of the cranial nerve exam. So what light happens reflex. there, Andy? Okay. So basically, you shine the light into somebody's eye, mm-hmm. and what you're supposed to see is that the eyes will, uh, the pupils will adapt by uh, constricting, and so both that, eyes, right? Yeah, both yes. pupils should constrict, and that is called ptosis, mm-hmm. and that is also um, a normal reflex that you should see. Mm-hmm. So when you shine eye, I think it's called meiosis. Is it? Yeah. No, ptosis is when you have a drooping eyelid. Sorry. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Myosis, thank you. Okay, yes. Okay, so you shine light into one eye, mm-hmm. and then both eyes are supposed to constrict, yep. and we're going to talk about why the, both pupils constrict. So the light enters through the optic tract cranial nerve number two yep. into the, usually it goes to the lateral geniculate nucleus, yeah. but in this case, it has to go to the pretectal mm-hmm. area as well. Yep. And at the pretectal area, you've got interneurons, that connected to Edinger-Westphal nucleus. On both sides, I think. Both sides, yeah. yeah. And the Edinger-Westphal nucleus is a parasympathetic nucleus mm. that is very important to know that's associated with cranial nerve number three. Yeah. A parasympathetic reflex to the eyes is that it causes pupil constriction. Yeah. So at the pretectal area, it activates both of your left, your, both your left and your right yep. Edinger-Westphal nucleus to constrict both pupils. So you only need to shine your light into one eye and you should see both eyes being Exactly. Affected. And then with the clinical yeah. exam that you perform, that's what you're looking for as well. Yeah. And if this doesn't happen, there's probably a pathology in the pathway mm. somewhere. And if you sit down and figure it out, you can actually know where it happens by yeah. looking at the different outcomes. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm. Now, a similar thing happens with accom- uh, the accommodation reflex where your um, pretectal nuclei is again activated. And with accommodation, I mean, how does the eye suddenly go from being seeing something on a let's say a whiteboard in a lecture or, or a, a presentation in a lecture to your notes on front of you in a lecture mm-hmm. theater and the way this happens is by the accommodation response which is another reflex okay so again involves pretectal area yep. involves the um, vestibular um sorry the edinger westbound nucleus as okay. well yep. again it's bilateral okay. and like you mentioned so it causes papillary constriction yeah but in addition to that increased parasympathetic activity um, causes ciliary muscle contraction which bulges okay. the lens out mm-hmm. and so it increases the refractive index so you can actually focus to close up objects wow let's finish up by talking about and not a kind of kind of a different reflex called the corneal reflex which you do when you're looking at the trigeminal pathways yep. so yep. what what happens in that reflex so in the trigeminal so the corneal reflex involves two nerves the afferent nerve is cranial nerve number uh five, five yeah which and then you've also got the efferent nerve, which is cranial nerve number seven, yeah. facial. So number five, if you want to split hairs, it's the ophthalmic branch, V1. Mm-hmm. And then that goes into the spinal nucleus of the trigeminal nerve. And so basically you, you touch the, your cornea and that's going to send a, a signal to that. Sort of like a pain signal or a discomfort. Yeah. yeah, to the spinal nucleus of the trigeminal nerve. And then you've got interneurons that synapse both sides mm-hmm. on the facial motor nucleus. Yep. And um, so cranial nerve number seven, and then that's going to cause your orbicularis oculi, your, your big eye blinking muscles to blink both of your eyes at the same time. Yep. 
Exactly. And so like this is the sort of reflex that you might get when you get some yeah. an eyelash in your eye and, and you're blinking furiously mm. on both sides. Yeah. So they're the key reflexes that I think um, you guys should know about. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for tuning in. I think we're going to start talking about some of the pathologies. I think we're heading towards the end of uh, um, yeah. the neurophysiology, yeah. which is what we're really excited about. Yeah. So hopefully in our next episode, we'll start talking about some of the pathologies. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, and um, definitely neurology is a complex subject. It is, yeah. And we'll see you next time. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our core editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.